This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 ESPN. Well, good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Real Radio. Almost said Welcome Home Real Estate. Well, that's because that's what we do here, real estate. And uh, I'm Don Scordino. I'm your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. This hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors. And we just want to give our listeners the real facts, the real stats, let you know what's really happening right here in our local market. Uh, just like the weather, it might be uh, humid back in um, New Jersey, hot and humid. Out here in our local market, it's just hot. <laughs> so anyway, the beauty of our show, I really believe, is that we have 4,000 members plus affiliates plus our contacts with elected officials, uh, with providers of maybe well drilling, termite inspections and such. So we have somebody different to bring every week on the show uh, and different experiences. And so I'm really happy to tell you that today we have Mel Kleinfeld Lewis. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Scordino. Thank you. And you know, for the rest of the show, it's got to be Don. It can't be, be Mr. Scordino. <laughs> it makes me sound old and I'm oh. still young. Yes, you are, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, not according to my driver's license, <laughs> but and I've probably had a driver's license more years than some people have even been here on the planet Earth. I can see that. Yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Mel is a newer real estate agent. Yes. Is that right? How how long you been? Oh, just licensed months, months, months. Yeah. No, I haven't even really got it to my my half a year yet. So, I'm brand new to this thing. Okay. Yes. Um, and you work at Realty Concepts. I do. And that's how I kind of ran across you. And um, you gave me an excellent compliment. You asked if you could take a few minutes to pick my brain. Yes. And I thought, well, there's not much <laughs> left there to pick, but uh, we'll give it a try. Right. And apparently, according to the driver's license, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. But anyway... Come to find out, you just graduated with a degree in communications. Yes, I did. That's the passion, communications. All right. And that got us to talking that, man, communication is a key in real estate. Absolutely. That is how we serve our clients. Absolutely. How would we know without effective communication, and mm -hmm. I think effective is a key word Absolutely. there, without effective communication, how do we know the, the needs, the wants, and the fears of our clients? Oh, so let's Ooh. talk about the fears. Yes, early in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is buying a quarter million dollar home fearful? Not if you have the money for a quarter million dollar home, then there shouldn't be any fear. But again, as, as like we said, the effective communication of it, whether it's that quarter million dollar home or a hundred thousand dollar home, it's, it should be the same level of communication and comfort. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the different ways that we can pick up on communication? Is it just words? No, absolutely not. Words are very, uh, to me, a very small part of 
the, the actual effectiveness of communication. Uh, typically, I'm not the type of person that talks much, actually, <laughs> for communication to be something that I'm so passionate about. I think that the biggest part of it <clears throat> is listening, is understanding, more so than just the words we use. Okay, I, I like how you make that distinction between listening and understanding. Absolutely. So just because you heard the words mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean you understand them. Absolutely. All right, so how does the listener mm -hmm. effectively understand even though they heard the words? Yes. So, again, this, this is just things that I do personally. When, I, when I'm observing things and not talking for the most part, I am not just listening to, again, the words that are being spoken. I mean, you're looking at body language, you're hearing tone, and then the specific words you know, that, that are being said. That's very important as well. Um, however, as far as the listening aspect of it, you really have to take in everything. You have to be willing to take in all the information and then process that through critical thinking, of course, and I'm sure there's gonna be some emotion that's attached to some of the things that you hear, and especially in a real estate transaction, it's a pretty hefty uh, situation happening, so the emotion of it is something that you really have to be intelligent about and, and, and enjoy. And just like today, this conversation, we wanna enjoy the process of it, but taking all the information and then critically breaking that down is how I feel is the most effective way to listen. So let's talk about the visual part of communication. Yes. Um, and, and I'm gonna throw out a quirky story from my past. Okay. I was showing homes to um, some people and I, I was getting frustrated because I couldn't seem to find the right one. So I tried to strike up that conversation. And um, finally, the, the buyer, one of the buyers said, you know, the walls aren't talking to us. And I thought, that's crazy. You know, I mean, but the more I thought about it, yeah, that meant a lot. Yeah. So I started watching them as they went through the house rather than listening to them. There it is. Yeah. And we got into this one house and I, I noticed that they... The knees started to buckle. They sped up. There was an excitement. Yes. Subtle, but there was an excitement. I go, ah, the walls are talking. Absolutely. So um, after they went through the home, one of them said, now this one's talking to us. Mm -hmm. So I was able to pick up visually mm -hmm. what they were trying to tell me. Yes. The yes. words weren't there. And, and most of the time they aren't. <laughs> most of the times we use the wrong words. Mm -hmm. But I, I like that. I like the fact that you know you took that step back as the agent and to just really see what it is that they're feeling more so than what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Because this really is an emotional buy. Absolutely. Um, although, okay, I have to throw this in there. You gotta put some logic into it too. And that's that critical thinking <laughs> aspect of it. There you go. That's a better word, critical yes. thinking. Yeah, so, uh, and maybe as the realtor, mm -hmm. we can help our client balance that logic and, and uh, the emotion. And that's where effective communication is key because that's, those two things together coming together and really, and for me, that's what I say. When I say critical thinking, I say 
you taking in everything, but you, you, you absolutely acknowledging those emotions. You want to make sure that you understand that. And then, and you and I have had that conversation about emotional intelligence even. So that's something that absolutely is, is important, blending those two together. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember that conversation <laughs> and uh, made me feel good because it reminded me of my mother. Oh, yes. She was the most emotionally intelligent person you could ever imagine. Um, you know, she didn't get past third grade. Mm -hmm. She was raised during the Depression and right. during World War II back in Italy. Mm -hmm. So that opportunity wasn't there for her. But boy, you put her in a room with 30 people, she could pick out that person that wasn't comfortable and had a way of making them comfortable. There it is. Emotional so, intelligence. Uh, emotional intelligence. Yes. I like that. <laughs> then the other part is common sense. Then there's academic intelligence. Yes. <laughs> I could tell you which one is my challenge and which one is <laughs> I think it's the latter. Uh, anyway, but you graduated with a degree in communication. Yes. So what are some of the other factors or things that you learned from mm -hmm. these classes you took mm -hmm. that you can apply in everyday life? Ah, everyday life, again, it, to me, always comes down to that observation and really taking everything in because without the willingness, really, so, so starting with self, starting with l knowing how to communicate with yourself, and then that's where the, in, the emotional intelligence and the, the logical thinking comes in, that's communicating with yourself first, understanding that part. And once you can actually do that comfortably with yourself and really be honest with yourself when it comes to things like that, then communicating with others should be really a breeze because not only are you taking in your own observation and your own feelings into account now you can walk into that home and see okay this is not the home for the customer or the client because their needs ha have not buckled the walls have not spoke to them at all so those those are the type of things that I, I would really say that I learned a lot and that, that I continue to learn is how to effectively communicate with myself and understanding myself first in order to communicate with others you just made me think of another one from way back when um uh, I thought that I knew what my client was looking for. And uh, we walked into a house, and I'm, I thought, let's get out of here. This thing is not the one. And this was my aunt, okay. too, by the way. So I should know how to communicate with Indeed. her. But I noticed that she was spending a lot of time in each room and, and kind of turning her head and hand on, or fingers on her chin, and she's thinking. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you know, she bought the home and lived there for 30-some years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. A and here, walking through there, I thought, let's get out of here. This yeah. is not the one. But she saw something that I didn't see. But, and, of course, she was the buyer, Indeed. so she knew what she wanted. Did she, did she say what it is that she was thinking about in all these different rooms? Or? Yeah, but I never understood her. <laughs> <laughs> it was my aunt. <laughs> So, okay. <laughs> I, I just went along with her. Okay. And she bought the house. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and turned it into a, a home. home. She I turned like that house into yes. a home. I so, like that. I mean, that's what more can and you And maybe expect? that's what she was thinking. How do I turn this into a home? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, okay. After we get back from our first commercial break, I want to talk more about the other aspects of communication. The okay. vi we talked a little bit about the visual part, yes. but 
maybe let's talk about the words and how we um, they can have different meanings. Yes. All right. Sounds well, good. with that, we're going to go to our first commercial break. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio 940 ESPN. Welcome Home Radio, where all our guests rock out after we play Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, everyone, it's a good not one. just you, Mel, <laughs> but everyone rocks out. <laughs> all right, so here with me today is Mel Kleinfeld-Lewis of Realty Concepts, um, admittedly a newer agent, but in my humble opinion, I think going to be a good one, if not already, because yeah. you got it right. Listening, communication is what we do yes. for our client. In fact, here, here's, let me throw out a scenario. So let's say you write an offer for a client. Mm -hmm. How you effectively communicate the needs, the wants, and the strength of your offer to the listing agent mm -hmm. is very important. Yes. I have absolutely heard about that as well, uh, you know, just from other agents who have you know, failed in that aspect but those who have done very well and creating that image of the family or the, the the buyers absolutely is something that is very important and then that's now now we're talking written communication and how that's uh, taking effect in this process of real estate ah written communication something that uh the first half of my career we didn't do <laughs> ah yes <laughs> i mean unless you were carving something on the side of the cave stop it <laughs> <laughs> all right so um how is that written communication done now mm -hmm. and how effective is it so we're, we're talking about the the outlets we're talking about how it's done via you know, computer, is, is that's, a, that's what you're referring to, or just the Yeah, let, well, the let's take that scenario where you're presenting an okay. offer to the other agent. Absolutely. You know, I, I've even seen some where people have included a picture of the family as part of the offer and as, as part of that, that written, you know, part of the, the story that you're telling about the family or the people that are, you know, wanting to buy the home. And that's something that I really find very effective seeing that image of the the client or the person that will now make this house into you know your your home that you've had for years could be their home so that is very important i think positive words too if we, if we use a more positive uh, outlook on the actual offer itself i think that that makes it a little more effective too but those are just some of the things that i've seen give me an example of a positive word a positive word, huh? Well, I, I know I've, I, I looked at if we are, let's say in the scenario where you are, you're, you're the agent to the buyer and you are taking them around, rather than telling them what the house does not have, let's look at what it does have. So, you know, this is what the home has to offer versus, you know, well, it doesn't have what you're, this one thing you're looking for, but I would rather start with, well, it has all these things. And I think that's the, the positive and negative spin on something like that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we get positive communication without words, yes. but in timing. And I'll give you an example. A couple of weeks ago, I was in a multiple offer situation. And our, my seller 
put out multiple offers to the, the different uh, potential buyers. One buyer came back immediately without any words, but just the timing, probably within one hour. Okay. Now they had up to three days to respond. Yes. Uh, up, so they came back right away, said, yes, we'll do it. They, they signed. Another buyer, I had to call saying, are you guys going to respond? Well, they're taking their time to think about it. Mm-hmm. And um, so guess, and a couple of days later, finally, my seller took that first one that came back within one hour because they wanted it. Mm-hmm. And knowing that you need desire mm-hmm. to, to last a whole 45-day escrow. Yes. <laughs> uh, they exhibited it with their timing, not with their words. That's fantastic. That's a yeah. great great example of that, that positive response, if you would. To- mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, there's so many different ways to communicate. Of course, we got to make uh, – oh, I took a class one time on nonverbal communication – and they were talking about how you put your hand on your 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 chin or um, you know how you do this. And the guy said, "But you gotta be careful that they're not just scratching an itch." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you might think it means this, yes, but it could be something else too. So absolutely, look look for other signs. Absolutely. <laughs> um, let's talk about the body language uh, of communication. Okay. So in these classes that you took mm-hmm. at a university or right. college, yes, what what are they? What does body language have to do with it? Um, certainly, you know, quite a quite a bit. Like you mentioned, having that hand on the chin, but could potentially be scratching an itch, though. So even though it absolutely makes a difference, and, and you want to see, some people don't necessarily exhibit a lot of you know action or, or emotion. So you, it would be harder to read. Um, and that's where, again, taking in as much as, as possible, you know, in addition to the body language, what are they saying? Or are they saying absolutely nothing? And now you have to, now all you have is the body language. So that's, like you said, that, that's, that's a tricky one. You could just mm-hmm. be scratching an itch. And, and you know, the, the, the trigger could be, well, oh, they're, they're not interested. They, they're sitting with the hand on the chin. So perhaps they're confused. Perhaps they just need a little more understanding as to what's going on. Your aunt in the house, you know, was she, you thought maybe she didn't like the house because she was spending a lot of time in the rooms but not necessarily saying anything, and yet she was just thinking about how she wants to make this her home. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely something that you would have to take in stride, take in stride. And and the more you, like I said, the more you learn about your own body language and, and, and what you exhibit, then it should be a little easier to pick up on what other people are thinking without saying. It, and that's interesting about the uh, paying attention to your own body language. Yes. Sometimes in a tense situation, I will, uh, for a client, maybe they have to make a tough decision uh, or I'm de- delivering some tough news to them, mm-hmm. like, hey, our escrow's going to be delayed. Yeah. I think my body language... Of calmness yes. means a lot. Absolutely. So it gets a little harder though with uh, now that we're not as person to person, or worse yet, we now have a face mask on, ah. and um, 
maybe can't see the expressions. Yes. How can we effectively communicate in today's new world? Absolutely. So then, so then this is where the, the words become a little bit more important. I always say when we're walking around, people can't see me smile anymore. <laughs> because I, it, no matter who it is, I'm always walking up towards somebody and there's always a smile on my face. So that's something that, yes, absolutely has been deterred. I mean, we, we can't really see that. But what I've found that I've been doing is just talking more now. Now I'm actually saying that out loud, you know, hey, I'm smiling, <laughs> you know, and, and that, that breaks the ice a little bit. So, yeah, I can see how that's, that's a bit tougher, but now we just use our words more. <laughs> okay. And as we use words, mm-hmm. um, people have different meetings, meanings. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a little fun on text the other day where somebody texted me that, hey, I'm down. Yes. Me, and they, what they meant is that they were in. Yes. So uh, I said, wait, I'm up. <laughs> I'm up for it. Absolutely. I was just having fun with yes. them. Um, so I guess as we listen more to words, mm-hmm. we also have to be more uh, understanding, understanding, yes. forgiving, accepting Absolutely. of the differences. Yes. And then making an effort to understand, making an effort to want to know, well, okay, is this what you mean by you're down or <laughs> are you down on down your luck? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it's just checking for that understanding and making sure, and, and like I said, the willingness to want to understand what it is the other person is saying. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I typed something um, to my on my son's Facebook page, yeah. and I realized that nobody's going to understand that. That's a term from way back when, mm-hmm. when I told him to keep on trucking. <laughs> you know, uh, he's doing a good job back in Florida. Of He's bought a car, moved to a different home, it, it, all this during the pandemic. And yeah. so he was getting some accolades there on Facebook yeah. about, you know, being able to do all this while the things it's are down. On, yeah. And I say, hey, that's him, man. Just keep on trucking. Absolutely. And did he understand? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> he probably rolled his eyes. And said, oh, that's another bad dad joke. <laughs> hey, dad jokes are something that never change, though. Oh, I know. They're the best. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the reason why? I'm just making this up right now. But the reason why is because with the dad joke, it's just like you know you're supposed to laugh, and you'll figure out the meaning of it later. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And you know it was well-intentioned. I see, that's what it is. And, 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 and especially with yourself, I, I always look at that as well. That's something, I, I said, no matter how bad, air quotes, <laughs> the joke is. My quotes? My jokes? <laughs> your jokes, right? <laughs> I, I absolutely see the intention, yes, absolutely. All right, well, good, I think that was a compliment. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's a lot to communication that we have, and I'm hearing that part of um, good, effective communication is also understanding. Yes. Not just the words, not just the expressing oneself, but upon the listener, it's understanding. Yes. After that deep thought, let's go to a commercial break. So let's stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio 940 ESPN. Welcome back. Welcome home radio. This is 
Don Scordino, your host, and here we are here today with Mel Kleinfeld Lewis, uh, an agent with uh, Realtor with Realty Concepts, and um, also a communications expert because not only did you learn this in school, but you were in marketing for ten years. I uh, yes. before this, almost ten years. Yeah, I did marketing and. Um, the customer service, sales, but a good portion of it was uh, coordinator in marketing, yeah. All right. So how did communications play into your prior field? Mm. You know, I think I, I learned more after. <laughs> well, communications, absolutely, because with marketing and especially what I did, you know, speaking directly to customers. So we would create promotions and then test it out in, in certain um, areas. And... I would have to actually get the feedback a lot of the times from what, what customers are feeling or, or thinking about these particular offers that we're, we just created for them. So absolutely had to learn how to speak to people. Um, I mean, I'm from another country, so I mean, even though I spoke English, it, it, there's a little bit of a different, you know, words-wise coming from South Africa to America. This was all 15 years ago, though, so it was a while ago. However, being able to now speak to all these strangers and, and getting their f feedback, whether it was emotional, positive, or negative, I had to learn how to take that in. We even spoke about the different personalities that you have to, you know, that, that you have to deal with, and that's something that definitely helped me out and made me want to explore it more. You just made me think of something funny. When I was a kid, I, my mother, who was from another country, yes. uh, and in her English, she sometimes used words that weren't, didn't have the same meaning yes. here in California. <laughs> yes. So I remember one time I took her, I was just being a brat, but I took her literally, and even though I knew it's not what she meant, <laughs> and I did something, and she got so mad at me, and I got in trouble, and she <laughs> said, from a now on, you do what I mean, not, not what I, I say. say. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Well, and that was also a lesson in effective communication. Absolutely. So even though I heard her words, yes. I knew the meaning wasn't what she said. Yes. But being a brat, I, I, that's what I did. And I can see that as well. I've, I've done that too with my, my own parents. Um, my mom does it too. I mean, the, the words, they might, she might throw something in. And um, even my husband, I'll, I'll have him you know, read a message that my mom sent. And it, it might not make sense to him, but I think that's, those are the type of things that has helped me be able to communicate on such a vast level with so many different people because I can take that and go, okay, no, this is what she really means. And then look at, you know, look at that understanding rather than the words. <laughs> Here's another crazy one I got to throw out there. But I think I learned the art of nonverbal communication way back when, when and back then it was okay to hitchhike. Okay. I would hitchhike across the country. Goodness. Uh, I okay. mean, now you'd be crazy to yeah, do that. Back then, you were only somewhat crazy <laughs> to do that. But if you think about it, you had a split second to effectively communicate to that driver that you were okay. Yes. And I learned not to look so raggedy. Ah. As uh, I remember one time, I actually, on the road, I was back in Iowa, okay. I went and got a haircut just because uh, starting to take me a little longer to get rides. Wow. So <laughs> I got the haircut, you know, um, trimmed the yeah. beard up a little bit and 
wouldn't you know I'm back on the road presentation. on the road again presentation and that's something else that marketing taught me as well as the presentation of things it makes a very big difference that first impression that first you know first thing that people see or hear makes a very big big difference in okay so presentation okay. so, uh, and maybe this is one for sellers mm -hmm. Ooh, here, this is gonna be a good one now so when that buyer drives up to the house mm -hmm. and their first impression is that curb appeal yes everything's taken care of okay you're communicating to the buyer potential buyer that the rest of it is probably well taken care absolutely. of absolutely as opposed to you pull up and the lawn hasn't been mowed for a while uh, the grass is brown mm -hmm. the weeds are high what are you effectively communicating to the buyer Right. So, and one, you really don't care too much about this home. You know, perhaps you're just trying to get rid of it rather than actually looking at putting, a, like you said, another family into the home rather than. So, so it is important. I, I absolutely believe presentation is important, and especially in the, the process of, of selling a home. That's why stagers are so important, I think, mm -hmm. as well. And let's say you go into that nice big backyard mm -hmm. and it's unkept weeds are high you're communicating to the buyer that this backyard is a project mm -hmm. there it, it, is. it was it's beyond me I couldn't take care of it yes. so good luck to you <laughs> I'm gonna dump it on you yeah as opposed to you go back there and it looks like a family barbecue yes about to happen you want to start it right away I want this house now <laughs> ah okay yes. so you know, see, I'm learning something today. I, that is something that I, I've always coached my sellers to to do that. Yes. But I never thought of it as a form of communication. Absolutely. Yeah, you're communicating Absolutely. to a party who's never been in that property before. Yes. That this is a fun place. It's not too. It's not beyond taken care of. It's not too much. Right. And you can have a good time here. Yes. And I, I kind of like the ones that are, are in between. I mean, we, we look at homes often and, and then you go, okay, ah, that looks like a project. Like you said, that, that home is going to take a lot. We want to be able to move in, but you may also want to make it your own. So do you, you know, absolutely, yes, you want to go into a home that's, that's ready to live in right away. But I think it, 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 it's also a nice way to, as far as the buyer is concerned, to communicate, you know what, I love this home, even with a little bit of faults, because I want to make it my own. So I think that's that's something that, that you can look at as well, or that could be communicated, I guess, through the way the home looks too. <laughs> All right, let's, let's move on to some of the new barriers yes. in communication. Um, so I was recently quoted in a in the Fresno Business Journal is saying that when shelter in place came about, mm -hmm. it hit us like a ton of bricks. Yes. And it sure did me because I was gonna have to change mm -hmm. my forms of communication now. Yeah. Um, so, but, but we all have adapted yes. and I, I wanna give it to the uh, Central California realtors and the Central California clients that we have resiliently adapted and I think pretty well because we're we're still trucking absolutely <laughs> and I, I love that I love that you use that word too resilient I mean oh I thought you meant trucking oh <laughs> <laughs> see 
Miscommunication. No, <laughs> no the, the resilience of the realtors and, and like you said, even the, the, the clients in the area, but realtors is, is especially, I've definitely seen how they have taken this more as a challenge to to do something new rather than you know complain and worry that it's going to be a long time before we see something that looked like the way it was you know, prior to this. But these new forms of, of communications have helped I think social media, um, Zoom has been, I think, a lifesaver to a lot of businesses. Yeah. Welcome home radio, too. Yes. I remember the first week of Shelter in Place, we had a guest on here, Bo Miracle from Miracle Realty. Okay. And he, I, I mean, I was searching for answers at that time, too. Yes. How, how do we do this? And I loved what he said. This is a time that we have to hone our listening skills. Mm. And that one has stuck with me ever since. Mm-hmm. And, and I've been listening for pauses in communication. I've been listening. Uh, you got to listen more now. Yes. Ears more than eyes right now. Right. We said we can't see the face anymore, so you can't see those expressions. You can't tell. So absolutely, yes, listening. Mm-hmm. Um, so, by the way, that was on Welcome Home Radio that I learned that one. Yeah, There's there a little go. plug for the show, <laughs> Absolutely. huh? Absolutely. <laughs> we learn a lot from here, too. <laughs> so um, now that you have to, we have to show a client virtually. Yes. Um, not entirely. We can still take them out, show them homes, but it's a little, it's not like the old days from four months ago. Absolutely. <laughs> when you just threw them in the car and let's go look at five of them. I know, right? So yeah, it's definitely a, a bit of a different, different thing that we're having to deal with now. Um, we talk about like the, the virtual aspect of it as well, virtual showings, virtual. I think it gives us an opportunity though because it seems like in, in, uh, with the selling or, or buying homes now, there's, there's so many people making offers, which tells me that not only are they comfortable looking at it online first and, and really doing their homework there, by the time they get to the house, because now we have to be a little more prepared because there are more sh- restrictions on actually going in. But by the time you go in, it's, it's like the decision has already been made. You're just really putting that final stamp on it. So I think it gives us a lot of opportunity to get to that place quicker now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sets people's expectations. Yes, that's a good one. Now, let's explore that one expectations and communications okay maybe communications is how we manage or set expectations mm-hmm. um we've talked we talked about that yeah where if you're again this this new way of communicating where we can send out a 20-page contract to a client and really setting that expectation beforehand so talking about it sending a quick snapshot of what is to be signed and so again that understanding as well but it sets the expectation prior to even signing anything and a lot of these like i said to me it just feels like an opportunity to be able to do that more effectively because you almost have to you can't meet up with them and talk well here let's fully explore this first and then you go ahead and i'll email it to you and sign it so it gives us an opportunity yes i remember that conversation we had and uh the, the example was when you send a 20-page contract to a client for digital signature right. rather than meeting them in person to sign because it's a little safer that way now. Yeah. 
but it comes back this 20 page document comes back in one minute yes that's all signed what about. <laughs> okay that is an effective communication that tells you they didn't read it right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to have trouble in, in during that escrow because they, there's things they probably don't understand exactly yeah exactly so that's where that setting the expectation is is a great way to to make sure that even if they want to sign it in one minute at least we discussed the main points of it prior to me just sending it to you so yes yeah yeah now there uh and i have to go on and say sometimes and most of the time i think a good realtor will before they send it yes will have a at least a conversation on the phone uh not by text, but yes. by phone, <laughs> and discussing what the the terms of that contract are. So the signature is more of a ratification than it is a um, first uh, first meeting. Absolutely, absolutely, and effective communication yeah. has been established. <laughs> All right. With that, we're going to go to our next commercial break, but stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who that Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. And, yeah, I see you are proud to be an American absolutely, now. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I uh, became a citizen just over a year ago. Ah, congratulations. Yes. <laughs> Once again, that reminds me of my mother. Oh. God, this is about my mother's show oh. today. But when Italy was playing the United States in the 1984 World Cup, I thought, ah, I got her now. I said, so, Mom, who who you pulling for, Italy? She said, no, I'm a pulling for America because yes. I'm an American Absolutely. now. Absolutely. <laughs> I just hope they don't beat them too bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. all right. Um, and we wanted to play a little patriotic music because next Saturday yeah. is our Independence Fourth Day, Fourth of, of July. And we're in that season. Yes. So we're, let's get back to communication and how it is so critical mm -hmm. and how it has so changed the mm -hmm. last four months. Yes. Um, let's, let's go to it, – it's because you can't – it's not advised to meet face-to-face -face quite so often, mm -hmm. although real estate is considered an essential service if you, where we can yes. if you follow certain guidelines. Yes. So with those guidelines, it does make for more non-in-person meetings, more text messages. Yes. How effective is texting in the real estate transaction? Um. I, I believe it's it's still an effective uh, part of communication, just because it's a quick and easy way to send a message. I, but I think, like everything else, it has to come down to making sure that there's an understanding. So as, as quick and easy as it could be to just send a few words, it also has to be clear. It, it has to be professional. I mean, if it's coming from the realtor, whether it's to, to the client or another agent, I think that being professional helps with creating that understanding because you're not just sending out a bunch of emojis. <laughs> so it's still very, very important in the process of communication. However, it has to be very clear and respectful and professional. 
the invention and introduction of emojis <laughs> has made text communication much better for me. Okay. Because I, I have a little twinge of sarcasm <laughs> in my comments <laughs> and jokes. So now I can always put a smiley face afterwards or Absolutely. something so people know, all right, lighthearted. <laughs> and I like that because what you did was you put a clear understanding or, or, or communication as to what the words mean. Well, there's a, an emoji that at least gives us a little more direction. So, yes, clear understanding and, and clear words that, that have been placed before it with an emo emoji behind it. Absolutely. That makes that's okay to me. However, one <laughs> texting has its time, its place yes. for shorter, non uh, intricate Absolutely. Uh, communication. Yes. Um, I remember a time when somebody was asking me for real estate advice, a client, I, I know him well, um, and I gave my help to them by text. Um, she works for the court system, so she wasn't able to make calls during the day. Okay. Turned out I was giving her advice on the wrong house. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they own several properties okay and for some reason i thought she meant one but it was another one she was actually asking about and you know i'm okay with uh actually double checking that that's a good word for, for something like this just to again just to make sure okay this is what we're talking about right before we and i think i've, I've even done this this with you you know just sending a message like okay this is this is where we're going this is what we're doing um, just to make sure, even if it sounds a little bit annoying to ask it again, I think it's important to really check for that understanding. Mm -hmm. So um, how about texting a message to your agent mm -hmm. saying, I don't understand item 14B on the contract? Okay. Now, if the agent texts back a uh, response, that seems cumbersome to explain a oh. legal paragraph. Yes. So was that a time where you say, let's talk? Yeah, perhaps some details. I mean, perhaps you can add in, you know, okay, these, these are the few points just really quickly in a text message. However, again, toward the end of that message, I would say, well, let's, let's go ahead and have a conversation. But here is one, two, three quick points about what that could be or what that is. Um, so, but yes, in something like that, in a contract, yeah, the quick phone call, just mm. to explain it. Or here's the text that I really like. Maybe it's 8.30, 9 o'clock at night, a client texts you and said, is it okay to call and, uh, call and, and speak? Yes. So you can call them right back and say, it sure is. Absolutely. But the, it was a politeness there and a respect Absolutely. that I don't want to infringe on your nighttime. Yes. Um, you old guy, you might already be asleep. <laughs> yes, exactly. By the way, I'm never. No. Uh, <laughs> so I guess you're not that old then, right? Exactly. There you go. <laughs> but yes, that is something that I, I uh, certainly, and that's actually a way to overcome a lot of these barriers in communication is, like you said, just sending that quick message. Hey, and even if uh, from the client uh, or the uh, agent to the client, you know, just saying, hey, let me go ahead before I give you a call because I know you prefer texting, but let me let me text them and say, is it okay if I give you a call at X Y Z and you know this time? Give them maybe a few different times. That's something I learned from my manager at uh, RC Allison. She, you know that that that's a quick tip. You know, 
give them a few different times to, to go by instead of just one time. You know, hey, can oh, I yeah. give you a call at two? Well, can I give you a call at one or three? Yeah. <laughs> so. Or is three better? Or yeah. Or three better? Yes, absolutely. It, it shows respect. It gives you an opportunity to really give them that chance because then now they feel like they're a little bit more in control of the situation as well. Mm-hmm. But again, just checking for that understanding by texting first before we move on to the call. So we have a new barrier out there, and I'm going to call it Facebook, Instagram, the social media. Yes. Um, people can put out the wrong message. Yes. Absolutely. That social media to me is very much a business. I look at it that way because it allows me to stay professional. It allows me to really think about what I put out before I do. And I think that's, if you can think about it that way, then it may look like a personal page or you know something that, let's say you are, it is a real, real estate page, it still gives you that pause to say, hey, is this gonna be the right message? Is this the right thing to put out? So that's, that's important to me when it comes to social media as well. I gave advice to a younger agent a few years back. I said, you know, mm-hmm. I saw on your Facebook page last night yes. that during the d- middle of the day, you were out by the pool drinking. Mm-hmm. I-, I said, what message are you sending to your clients? Absolutely. You know, is a weekday. I mean, it was, it was a work day. Yeah. You're telling them you're not working. And it's it's absolutely okay for you to be young and and, and fun. However, I think with where we are, and especially in this industry, yes, I think of all of this as a business. To me, that's the first thing when I think, when I think social media, it's that opportunity to be professional. Mm -hmm. Yes. Here's another one that um, you you see an agent post on there. Oh, what a day I had. You know, or what a week, I've put three escrows in, taken four listings, done this, done that. Yes. You gotta be careful. You might also be telling people you're too busy for them. Ah, that's a good one. You know, yes, we do want to have, you know, reviews and we want people to make sure that we know we're, we're working and we're doing something, but I didn't think about that. That's, that's a good mm-hmm. one right there. Now you're saying that, well, I'm, I'm too busy to handle more, um, but, Again, it's good to show your accomplishments. It's good to show what you're doing. Um, but maybe now let's maybe put it in a more uh, professional and positive light rather than maybe it came across a little bit negative and that's why it could look like you're complaining about your day rather than celebrating yeah. the good things that you're doing. Right. It, and the problem with communication where you're not in person mm-hmm. is you don't have the ability to respond quickly mm-hmm. with a correction. Ah, it's like, yes. no, I didn't really mean that, That's that I'm I that mean. busy. Yes. I'm never too busy for you, a new client, or I'm never too busy for whatever. Absolutely. So. All right, so uh, last question I have for you, and thank you for coming here today. This has been fun and informative. The human element, how do we keep the human element present and vital in today's communications? I think just thinking about each other continuously, mm. not just thinking, of, you know, like I said, understanding oneself, but really putting effort and thought into the other person. And that's how we would keep that human element alive in a virtual world that we live in. 
Well, thank you, Mel Kleinfeld-Lewis of Realty Concepts. That last one is the advice that I'm going to learn from for today. Hmm. Thinking about each other. So we have to think of the other in communication. Absolutely. And with that, I want to thank all our listeners for tuning in today to Welcome Home Radio. I hope you had as much fun as we did. Thank you.